Hey, glad you can make it. Welcome to Fantasy Dad Pods, where dad bods are glorified and dad jokes are encouraged. I'm JT, accompanied by Sean. Sean, how we doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, had a nice long weekend. Uh, and our boys played soccer. Yeah, that's yeah. that's really... Uh, that's all the dad stuff. I work at home now, so there's not a lot of a lot of going outside. So yeah, that's that's all the dad stuff this weekend. Yeah, just soccer practice. Nice. How yeah, about you? soccer practice was good. Um, honestly, it, it's <laughs> it's the best entry level sport indoor <laughs> indoor soccer. It's basically yes. hockey rules. There's no out of bounds. And even the goal situates itself much like a hockey, and you just chase after the ball, go kick the ball. It's awesome. And my son broke a rule that would be a rule in both leagues and tried to pick up the ball multiple times. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I didn't see any refs around. I there, no one called it. I think I called it. On. Yeah, you're like, hey, I, I was hey. like, you got to put the ball down. Shenanigans. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's kind yeah. of the one rule of soccer. <laughs> uh what else did we do oh i had a cornhole tournament stunk it up real good so i commentated on the facebook live mostly which was kind of fun watching a bunch of pros dominate um oh did in terms of dadding uh did a whole bunch of uh around like outside the house chores on monday when it was like super nice out and like what 50 55 degrees or whatever yeah and um so yeah cleaned up the dog pen real well um tied up the raspberry like vines got them all tied up because the wind was messing with them but yeah got a got some yard work done if you will there you go i i do the house chores now that i'm home all day the laundry and the dishes that's that's <laughs> right. I got to be near the computer, so I can't really be going out and pulling that stuff. And the weekend, yeah, we didn't do, didn't do a whole lot. Didn't, didn't do a whole lot. It'll be a little busier this weekend, but yeah, didn't do a whole lot. So yeah, good, good, uh, calm weekend. Ready for some baseball now. I am. I'm so ready. It's baseball season now since our football team is out. It's uh, it's we're ready to do this. And yep. I mean. If we're ready to do this, we got to transition to a team that has a lot of like ex mares or I wish were mares. Uh, the Arizona <laughs> Diamondbacks, Kyle Lewis, Diego Castillo. Uh, wish Corbin Carroll would have been a draft pick of the Mariners. Uh, Marte was a Mariner, you know, just gobs of them. It is. It's that was my transition. It's kind, of, it's kind of a mixed bag. So yeah. So last week, if you don't listen, we did AL teams. This week we're doing NL teams, just in terms of acquisitions, whether free agents or trades, just players that they've added, and we're gonna kind of pick out some of the more fantasy relevant players. It's kind of a mixed bag. Um, I think Guriel Jr. stands out to me. He got they acquired him in the trade from the Blue Jays um that that one just kind of stands out as the most fantasy relevant i think yes uh, as in uh, acquisitions i say a sneaky one is that kyle lewis acquisition i don't Mm -hmm. i don't think they trade him to not play him and really the only 
I mean, like barrier from playing is free agent 38 year old Evan Longoria. I just don't see him playing, you know, 150 games. I think the, the Dimebacks acquired to play Kyle Lewis, a guy who had enough talent to win a rookie of the year. Um, I think he just gets some at bats. And if he's just healthy, there's, there might be something there. And I, I agree. Guriel is obviously the more relevant situation here. But if I mean we're picking, we're 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 hoping here. But I I would say Kyle Lewis has some like fringe like he will get playing time. He's twenty seven. He's going to get playing time, and there is talent there. Just really the health and some consistency with the bat is the issue. So if there is some consistency, they could figure something out like they did with Marte. I, you know, there is a path to some fantasy relevance there. But I don't. You see anybody else that's that's an acquisition. Uh, I don't see anybody else really. Gabriel Montero or Montero. Uh, I'm going to mispronounce his name. I don't think he, I don't think he's going to start though. No, take it back. He's not going to start on the major league roster. You see anybody else, JT? I don't know if, I had too many tabs open in Fangraphs. It was locked. It was it was bottlenecking. But um, I wanted to be kind of intrigued by Diego Castillo, and this is Diego Castillo, the infielder, outfielder, yes, not the really pirates. Yeah. Um, but I mean, he got a little bit of cup of coffee in the bigs and didn't really impress. Um, and in terms of just like a team that just has a bunch of like infielders like this is just like i mean i guess you could you could see uh injury here or just if it's not working hey let's just let's call him call him up see what we got he's already you know started his major league clock um i don't i don't know it's i don't think it's something that you need to chase or or try to stash but he was a he's only 25 and uh he was a prospect that was like somewhat high in within the Pirates organization, which has a pretty good uh, minor league system. Yeah, uh, actually, I, I I agree. There is something there, and along the same lines, actually, take it out, Gabriel. How how would you pronounce? I don't know. Moreno. Moreno. Yeah, uh, is probably going to get some playing time. I was looking at their their depth. Um, is it Carson Kelly's kind of the only guy there, and they traded away. Um, Varsho, I think I think he might get some. You know, uh, two catchers are going to play in every in every uh, team, but they traded for a catcher after trading a catcher away. I, I just and I'm not sure that they buy that Carson Kelly at least offensively isn't that guy. I, I think that's pretty pretty obvious at this point, and so maybe they're they're looking for this this kid to get some playing time. So kind of like a Kyle Lewis situation. I don't think that. Carson Kelly is necessarily like a big stopgap for Gabriel to get playing time. I think he might sneak in some playing time too. And like, and like Kyle Lewis, if he plays well, the playing time will continue. So yeah, I, that's, that's true. I wouldn't uh, say the he, shuffling would, catchers. Marino is going to be on that major league roster, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I was kind of looking at it Cause I thought like just gut instinct told me he wouldn't make it, but I was like, yeah, he made it a little bit on Toronto last year. He's 23. Got a cup of coffee and 
he's their backup. Like they don't have another backup now. So I'm just like, I think obviously again, we'll get summing up. Loris Gurriel is kind of like the one, like the big acquisition here or the acquisition that's going to get some playing time and can possibly do something. But these other, all these other three guys we've talked about are, are fringe, but keep an eye on guys, guys with some talent, some, some hype behind them, but, um, there's not a hundred percent starting day one starting job unless an injury happens between now and then. So work has to be done for them to be super fantasy relevant. Yeah, I agree. That is man, they've got two exciting prospects. We'll probably get a a playing time Moreno and then also Corbin Carroll, who you mentioned. I well, I mean Corbin Carroll played last year too, so for them. So I, I just He's just gonna never leave. I think at this point, right. I think that's that's what it is. Yeah. But I think he he was he was used just enough to somewhat be in the season fantasy relevant, but not enough to like lose his rookie eligibility yes. yep. for this next year. He they did that very intelligent or intelligently intentionally <laughs> to he is still a rookie. Yeah, he has 115 at bats. He made they they timed that like it was boom. So everyone's like, oh, you're gonna. This new rule is going to manipulate and you're not help this. And it just moved the manipulation around. <laughs> that's all. That's all the new rule really did. But yeah. And he was very exciting. So not new acquisition, but really excited about Corbin Carroll. Yeah. All right. We need to move on, but I will say, dang Moreno, he finished the Fangraphs prospects updated at the end of the year, 2022 rankings, uh, three overall yeah. prospect for just, just period in major league yeah. baseball. Corbin he Carroll's gets a bump fourth. because he's the catcher, but yeah. Yeah, well, I didn't I didn't realize Moreno had jumped that high. So good for him. Yeah. Cool. All right. Yeah, let's move it on. Next NL team we got are the Atlanta Braves. The ATL. Lead it off, JT. I would, but um, I'm getting this huge ad in the way and it's trying I'm trying <laughs> to refresh. Oh, okay. Let's see where we're scrolling down here. Major League, Major League. There we go. Not a lot of names that are exciting. Sean Murphy, come on. <laughs> oh, well, I hadn't got there yet. These are all free. <laughs> I'm at the free agents right now. <laughs> and and by the way, like this is what bugs me here. It's un- he's under extensions in this thing, so it's like oh, that's it's like, true. Yeah, he signed it, and he's but he's under extension on this thing. So yes, Sean Murphy. Uh, that's obviously the uh, the trade acquisition, not the free agent acquisition. That uh, is the fantasy relevant one. Um, the most underrated catcher in baseball, I I think he is, which is really funny. And they obviously both play for the A's, but it's the same thing as uh, Olson. They're like very good players in their position, but nobody knows about them. Probably because they played in Oakland for a couple of years, and then they're like. And they're gonna to go to team and everyone's like, wow, that guy's really good. I'm like, yeah, he's it's just he's always been good, but you just didn't know about him. So yes, Sean Murphy, really good at baseball and fantasy. Yeah. If you were to say, Hey, I I want a super underrated hitter, you would say, Okay, so they need to play on the West Coast, they need to play in a huge ballpark, and they need to play on a crappy team. Welcome, Oakland. Check, check, check. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um the really that I mean, that's the one and only big standout um yeah side note there's a john anderson on twitter he was he has he started his own projection system 
and this year, I think, at least I started to take notice this this offseason. He's calling it the ASS projections. I don't know what the acronym stands <laughs> for, but it's yeah. capital ASS. And he put up like one of the first graphics I saw on it was uh had Austin Riley and Sean Murphy in the same like little graphic. And I'm like, well, the projection are doing something right. Like those guys <laughs> have some badunkadunks. So uh, these projections are right online. Team with the most oomph. Um, I, I mean, that's, yeah, that's it. I will say a sneaky one. Don't freak out about this one, people. But um, they did acquire Eli White. Um, great defense and elite, elite speed. Um, stolen base machine, but never hits enough to do that. But if for some reason that, the Braves figure it out or whatever their magic is that speed is there. And if you could just figure out how to get on base. So that is a super deep sleeper, but just speed galore. And you're talking, you're talking, uh, could get you 20 stolen bases pretty fast. It's, it's Eli white, but I, that's super deep. I wouldn't even consider, I'm not even considering him a watch guy, but that guy is like, if you hear mumblings, that's that's the guy for some stolen bases, but I, I just don't think he's going to get on base enough and hit. But he does have yeah. one great trait: stolen bases, wowzers. Yeah, that's, right. That's, that's, so yeah, but yeah, it, it's basically uh, yeah, that's it. I think their only one really is is Sean Murphy. Yeah, I could see Joe Jimenez like being a a back end bullpen piece, but I think Rossiel Iglesias has the job for sure. But yeah. in case something comes a saber too. You know, he could be, yeah. I mean, he's... Holds leagues. Yeah, he, I mean, he'd be relevant. Um, I never really did care for his profile, so it was really kind of more just like position opportunity-based. But, um, I mean, he's, he held it down pretty well there in Detroit, overall speaking. Um, so that'd just be like a really deep, yeah, if you got a holds league. Yeah, I think... He's he's kind of the same boat as Eli, like under ten percent rostered. But if things happen, they're going to happen super quick. Right. If Eli gets if Eli gets hot or Jimenez gets hot, it's going to be you're going to get a bunch real fast, and that might be all you get <laughs> like two weeks, and then it's going to dive down again. So be really quick with that trigger if you think he's going to get hot. Right. Guy. Yep. All right. Let's move it on. Chicago Cubs. This one. Uh, there's a lot going on. They, um, they did some stuff. Yeah. Um uh Cody Bellinger. Uh obviously heard pro- of him. probably, you know, not uh, uh crazy high, but the, I mean the talent is absolutely there. Should be rostered, I would say, uh, just because I'm always willing to give a guy, you know, bet on the talent, still only 27 and change the sceneries. Nothing, obviously, you're not saying like a top 15 pick or anything like that, but I am totally okay within the later rounds rolling a dice on the talent and hopefully the change of scenery has changed something. Like, cause if it is, it's a, it's going to be a awesome, awesome thing. Heard obviously more about different approach in the off season and a little bit of a swing change. Obviously it has not worked in the past, but what was working wasn't working. So let's, let's do something. So it just has the makings of like, this could possibly be another, not, MVP reverse, you know, reversal, but like there can be, you know, a revival of his career, basically, I think. 
Yeah, like a like a comeback fantasy type. Yeah, thing. Twenty eight um, home runs, something like that. You know, solid numbers across the board. Never probably be the MVP again, but yeah, I you know twenty twenty five twenty five to twenty eight home runs. I could see that. I could see that. Yeah, I, overall, just the makeup of it's it is a team. I don't think there's one huge superstar, but there's a lot yeah. of really solid pieces i guess dansby swanson would be your superstar just based on the contract he just signed but um he's the uh, probably the biggest acquisition right obviously this year right yeah but like some really like some really solid ads where it's just like okay there's like upside maybe that's the word upside because the next one just in like chronological order was jameson tyone yep Four-year contract. All right, you got him in his early thirties now. He's thirty-one. Um, comes fantasy relevant. Yeah, always really good. A K to walk type ratios guy. I just never know how long he'll last. Always kind of that short five-inning yep. leash, but yeah, you know we'll see. And that's against a really like in that division that could really play well. Yeah, I yeah I he I think he's definitely fantasy relevant. Yeah, I him and then. What are you thinking about the old guys at first? Probably Mancini more than anybody. I don't know if has the ship sailed on Mancini. No, I, I think it's still there. Okay. Um, I just I really wanted the Mariners Sam from like yeah. a real life baseball perspective. So I I was looking at the numbers and he he plays really good defense wherever he is first base or one of the corner outfield positions. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's. You know, he's going into age 31 season. Um, yeah, he feels older than that. Like, he really does. Right. But, uh, yeah. he's, he's He's been around, and um, ultimately, he lost the 2020 season due to non-COVID issues. You know, he's now a cancer survivor. And I think there's something to be said about just, like, trying to, to gain, like, a full strength kind of thing back. Yeah. It's not just... Oh, it's, you know, that's a, that's life. Like, uh, you know, your whole focus changes. So, I mean, two, two full seasons removed from that, but you know, I don't, I don't think we'll see anything crazy, but I mean, if he, if he has like an OPS or in the seven fifties, almost 800, I think that'd be solid. I I think actually to that point is 2021 is almost scratch it off, which wasn't a bad year for him by any means over Mm -hmm. 20 home runs. Uh, But uh I think that's kind of your get right season. And the last year, what people don't understand is he was hurt the most of any player by the outfield in Baltimore moving out. Gosh, he got robbed of multiple home runs and that changes the whole outlook of the whole season and him getting out of that situation. I think I saw like he had six home runs taken away from him or something like that in Baltimore alone. And it was just like, just from moving the the fences back. So, I mean, if that's the case, we're at 24 just based off what it was last year. So it's just like, and who knows what that does with the WRC plus and all, you know, all that stuff. And they were, they were outs, not even doubles. They were just fly balls. And so it's, it's a very big swing. If, if six of those balls go over the fence versus are outs. So I think him coming to, he will be better than he's been the last two years. I I think that's pretty safe to say, looking at it now, um, because I think you'll get, he's healthy now and he's not, Playing in Baltimore, where they just decided to screw every right-handed hitter, basically. So, yeah, I, I think that I think that'll help. And uh, going to the NL Central is not the worst thing either. Right. 
And I, I'm in on him much more than than Eric Hosmer, who is also oh yeah 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 added. Um, Hosmer's gonna I, pop up in your like when you try to do like a field search, filter search on like exit velo and you know hard hit and all this. You know Hosmer's there, but when your launch angle is you know negative two, yeah. Um, it it's just it's a deceiving profile and i think you just got to be smart about it and yep. I just i don't i just don't see anything there of fantasy value yeah i think mancini is better than his numbers i think hosmer is what his numbers say which in real life fine baseball player nothing i mean nothing but that's the thing like if fantasy nothing's not gonna doesn't do you anything you know and right. so that's that's what he is in fantasy. It's just it's not rosterable. Whereas Mancini needs to be playing DH or first more. He needs to be viewed as the starter over Hosmer. Which if if you've got to play first baseman, you know something happens. Suzuki, say yeah, Suzuki's like got a DH or something like that, and then you need one of these guys to play first. It's got to be Mancini because the bat is more valuable. And so that's how they should be viewing it. Uh, anybody else for this team? Tyon, we touched Tyon. Um, um, there, there was one name again. I've got I always love, I love Rowan Elias, but that's a personal thing. <laughs> that's a personal habit I can't kick. Um, do not advise you to draft him. But uh, um, I think the name that I'm like kind of like that where i'm like man you know what i'm still willing to just wait and see i'm not saying draft i'm not saying stash but nick Nider just kind of stands out to me as like a name like a name i recognize a, a a pitcher who who was a mariner drafted as a mariner ironically traded to miami and was supposed to be one of those big name pitchers that would have debuted, you know, probably around 2020 if if everything played out normally. But I think he just never got a full fair shake, a, a full look as as a pitcher. And and is he projected then, to oh that'd be interesting to see. I don't I wouldn't think so. I forgot where let's see, Niter signed. A minor league contract. Minor league, okay. That'd be tough, but I mean, it's not a very deep team pitching wise. So right? I mean, I could see it. Nick Madrigal's not selected to start. Interesting, or even be on the utility guy. Mm. Yeah. So that, that's a name like a post type sleeper, a, a pitcher who had pedigree that just didn't really, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he yeah. really had truly a fair shake in Miami, which is really interesting for for playing time. You would, but I mean, as far as what Miami's done really well recently is have a ton of really good starting pitching, so it'd be tough to squeeze your way into to that. Yeah, but, oh, yeah, that they've got to offload it. They have too much. Right, they have two of the top ten lefties coming up too. Like, <laughs> like it's more. They have to get rid of it. That's 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 a whole different issue. So I think that'd be a name that you just keep a, a pulse on and and see if he gets an opportunity. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, we'll start speeding this up here. We'll go Cincinnati now. Next, <laughs> uh, 
But I gotta double. I gotta double check. Is there really? Well, first of all, e- even if there was someone of, of value that was added, the the team is I mean, just. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, I, I guess like always fringe is like, is kind of like um, the Angels guy, um, outfielder we talked about the average guy. Um, what's the outfielder that they got from um, the the Angels? Uh, what's his name? Come on, come on, Sean. What's his? Name? Well, I'm thinking of Will Myers that they have that Cincinnati has now, which is basically like he's a guy, like gonna do nothing crazy, but uh, Cassianos. Cincinnati? No, it's like it's like a okay. it's like a my my roster resource won't load here for for this, but um, Will Myers is a guy who's fine as your seventh outfielder, you know, or in a deeper league, or you know, fifth outfielder. Um, Hunter Renfro, he's the he's a Hunter Renfro. He is like does oh, nothing yeah. great, fine player. Like you get some injuries, he'll get you like a 110, 115 WRC plus, which will lead to like 18 ish home runs and eight stone bases. Like nothing crazy, but like you need an injury guy. That's who that is. Like he's fine for a couple weeks, fine for, you know, two and a half weeks. And then you get rid of him. Like, I mean, if people forget, he, I just, I forgot. He went 30 20 one year. He went 25, 25 years before that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, there's talent there. He's never going to be that again. He's only he's still only 32. But uh, Cincinnati's a hitter's park. I wouldn't be surprised if he hits 20 bombs this year. But, again, so that's he's a French guy. But he's a guy to, I would say, like, due to injuries and things like that, there's always – Will Myers is, is one of those guys who every point at some year will be rostered by somebody. And so he's coming in on a one-year contract. Um Yeah. yeah, Nick Solak. I, I like are you? Are you? Nick Solak was the, was the other name. Yeah. Really, I don't. I mean, other than you think a, a second revival of Luke Weaver and and Spin Cincinnati, you know they they know how to groom him. But I, at this point, I I don't I don't think Luke Weaver was ever really more than like a SP four to begin with. So I don't know what yeah. you're trying to salvage. But I mean he's gonna be an SP four now anyways. Like I mean they have mm-hmm. young guys playing. They're not he's not gonna be any higher than that. So yeah. So I mean like Solak could could crack some playing time, but it it's not like a sure shot at the moment, sure yeah. thing. But yeah. we'll have to monitor it during spring training. But yeah, Will Myers Will Meyer stands out in terms of pedigree, playing time, you know, he's always just a really like solid you know, you kind of know what you're going to get and really athletic kind of guy. Yeah, but, uh, the bump from from San Diego to Cincinnati should be nice very on, true. The, on, the, on the home runs at least. So nothing crazy again, but a, a serviceable back-end guy if you need someone to play a little bit for you. Um, all right, um, Colorado. Um, They've got two guys. One Nolan just recently, Jones. yeah, Nolan Jones. I, I, he hits dingers, and he's going to a ballpark, or not dingers, but he's, you know, supposed to be the guy. And if you're a hitter and you, you've got seventy power here. I mean, I, I it shouldn't matter what ballpark you go, but playing in Colorado never hurts, right? Just mm-hmm. he's got to make some contact. CJ Crown style. For sure, Just make some contact. It will go far. Ball go far. So, 
Is it bad I have to remind myself that Chris Bryant's in Colorado? <laughs> yes, it is because I just forgot until you literally just said it. So, um, <laughs> well, that was that was a year to forgotten forget. toys. That was a right? year to forget. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the other name they just got him the other day um, was Connor Siebold. I thought that was really interesting. The Red Sox just traded. Connor Siebold away to Colorado. Oh, there it for, is. Yep, right, right at the top. They did. For, well, like, that must have just happened. just a random player. That was two days ago. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, I just took notice because I, I think we might have him on our dynasty team or something. Yeah. Um, which is kind of like, oh, bummer going to Colorado. But is is really interesting because it is like Siebold was a player highly regarded within the Boston farm system. He got a couple, he got a handful of starts in 2022, five to be exact. And, and it was a mixed bag. He was striking. I thought he was striking out a good clip, but he's also getting pounded a bunch, but it was just like, he, yeah. that's all he has to show for his name is, is overall six starts, one, in 2021 and five in 2022 but otherwise yeah. he was he was doing pretty dang well in triple a and it's just like i don't quite understand why they did that like i don't think you're getting any value out of him i don't know why they felt like that but i mean in terms of like colorado and and pitching um connor siebold is a is SP five now? He's probably going to be a fifth starter in Colorado. And as much yeah. as I dislike pitching at home, like it could be a one of those like fringe deep league. I start him on the road, and like you don't really yeah. have to spend a whole lot of draft capital to acquire. I would be willing to give it a a try if, hope, if that situation presents. Hope the talent itself. plays out. Yeah, hope the talent plays out. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm I was always a Seabold fan. It just really struck me yeah. as really premature. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think that's that's really it for Colorado. That says more about Colorado than they acquired. <laughs> um, the how many say this team? I, they're just I haven't like Dodger da, Dodgers, Dodgers, Dodgers. Uh, all right. Uh. I you know I'm gonna say some names here. It's just the Dodgers though. Like I just you're gonna be like, oh, this person, but that's just like the Dodgers just have magic, right? Like I just I, it's seriously that's how I view it now. I'm just like JD Martinez. You're like ah, he's old, but I'm like, but it's the Dodgers. Like are they gonna right. like make him better? Like you know like are they I can make him good again. Noah Syndergaard. Look what they did with Tyler Anderson. <laughs> like it's just like I'm just like. He was like a four starter in Pittsburgh two years ago, and then I was like, "You're super good, and you're gonna play in the playoffs." Right. And I'm just like, "So if anyone could, we know Noah Syndergaard has talent, I, you know." Like I'm just like the Dodgers. So Noah Syndergaard, JD Martinez, Shelby Miller. That's it's. Those are some big names, like I, in I terms mean, of just like. Big names are that you know had talent too. And I'm like, if anyone's gonna harness all yeah. that talent, revive, yeah. revitalize. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. I mean, they traded for Miguel Rojas even most recently. 
They add, you know, they got a uh, JP Fazerian for the bullpen. I don't think that's fantasy relevant, but it's just like overall in these names, I mean, Zimmer and Hayward, I don't think also much fantasy uh, relevance. Definitely. Yeah. And, and overall, just don't even know if they'll make the team. They got minor league contracts, but man, those are some really good defensive outfielders. So in real life baseball, it makes a whole lot more sense, but yeah. Can JD find a little bit of magic? Noah would probably be the name that I would key in yeah. on, on, you know, he's 30. He's, he has that pedigree, and I feel like he still can be of value in fantasy baseball. And um, he's like a year and a half older than Tony Gonsolin. Everyone's like, you know, Tony Gonsolin's like young. He's like, he's like a year and a half older than him. That's it. Like, it's just, yeah. Yeah. And now that the Marvel movies have winded down, you know, now I can focus on baseball instead of being Thor, probably. Yeah, I mean, look at the hair, though. You go center guard and May back to back, like projection right now. That's some hair. May just got married, I saw on Twitter. So congrats to him. There we go. Nice Texas wedding. I I just, you could convince me, honestly, if you told me Jason Hayward would have a breakout, I'd be like, it's the Dodgers. I, I could see it. If I had to put money on it, I see J.D. Martinez, who has been still fantasy relevant. If you tell me he's going to be better, I absolutely believe that. I I just absolutely believe it with the Dodgers and their magic. And same with Noah Senegard. I think both should be seriously considered. JD for sure, but Noah should be considered on draft day. Absolutely. Like, it's just it, at a certain point, it's ridiculous what they do with pitchers. JT's right. Like, especially pitchers. Like, it's just. If he's healthy, I expect a big year from Noah Senegard. Talent's there. Right. All right, let's squeeze in one more here before the halfway point. This pod, uh, so we got Miami Marlins. Um, Johnny right. Cueto, no. <laughs> really a mixed bag. I, I, they pitch like again. They they do pitchers. They mm-hmm. we've talked about him on this podcast last year. Johnny Cueto. I, I mean, it's stupid. If you trust, trust the the we talked. You talked about it earlier. You trust Miami to do one thing: develop. Every single pitcher there ever is. Yeah, they they are going to give you the team to get the most out of Johnny Cueto, and had a right. had a fun, pretty decent year last year. Like yep. didn't get and a ton of strikeouts. Eight some innings, yeah. He's got a spot. I mean, like he's probably going to have a starting rotation spot. It's kind of weird, but he's still hanging around. Just he's doing he's, what he's doing is those Bartolo Colon warmups. He's just not doing yeah. it in public. Yeah. Oh, just to be honest absolutely. with us, Johnny. It's all good. We're friends here. They um, introduced him yesterday, and it was pretty. Or today, it was pretty great. There. I don't think there's anything that jumps off the page. Fancy relevance. Garrett Hampson, you know, might might have some playing time, but most likely a, a platoon. Segura is a name of the past, but at 33 years old, I don't know how yeah. much we got left. So I I feel like second base actually I, might be of the most value. I was gonna say yeah, he's probably the most value. But Segura, anybody that plays second, have a hot week. You're gonna be you're gonna be rushed too. But yeah, other than something I don't see coming, it, it's, it's Johnny Cueto. It's probably your. Um, just checking over here. Yeah, I just seen it. I didn't miss any acquisitions. Yeah, Johnny Cueto's the guy, which makes me sad. But yeah. You I mean, I like Johnny weird. Cueto. It just makes me sad that that's your, you know, number one. 
Yeah, if if Segura actually gets the majority of playing time somewhere in the infield, he very well could be leading off, and that could be very yeah. valuable. Something to he's think projected about. to be third right now. Um, oh, but I heard Jet Jazz wants to go to shortstop, and that would make Segura probably go to second. Oh, okay. So if they let Jazz go to shortstop. All right, we're off to Billy Wake. Um there. Uh, <laughs> <I mean. laughs> Sorry. Um uh, just I don't see a free agent fantasy relevant. I think they mostly oh. did trades. Oh, I mean for acquisitions. Jesse Winker is probably the one I'm looking at. I assume a bounce back is coming. Change of ballpark. Yeah, that's kind of the guy I'm looking at as like will get uh a get right season for him. That's what that's 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 what I'm thinking. Yeah, Wait. I I very well could see it. Um he it's a pretty decent outfield. He might platoon a little more than than they, they have him right now with DH. Did. Oh interesting. Okay. I mean that's that's just what this says right now. So let me know. Yeah, I don't I don't know if Toro really has a spot to fit in. I mean it could mm-hmm. just it, it could be a bench bat, but I don't think yeah. the playing time is nearly as much as it was for in Seattle at this last year. Yeah. Um Brian Anderson is probably like the other one I always thought he had a really solid floor. He had a really down year this last year, but I always thought of him just like it kind of knew what you're gonna get and i just don't know how he is defensively so i don't know how much playing time he'll be able to to scrape up but he's the other fringe i just yeah as of now i don't see him starting unfortunately is the problem so i just don't know how much value he's gonna bring i think he's that guy kind of like we talked about with kyle lewis I mean, obviously less hype and not as young, but like an injury away from like, okay, I'll have to pay attention now because now yeah. he's going to get some playing time. If someone yeah. does it, gets hurt, anybody really, because he could play some infield and some outfield and obviously anybody could DH. So any of four or five guys get hurt, it's Brian Anderson. But the, what does scare me with that is like what you just said is they did trade for Toro. So are they going to give the younger guy maybe another run or and leapfrog Anderson? Or just play Anderson. I, I I don't really get Milwaukee in general. So <laughs> yeah. I mean, who who knows what they're gonna do in that situation? So theirs is more of a how does it pan out after spring training? What does their roster actually look like? Uh, and that's that's true. I mean, ultimately, the, yeah. the one other play, the one <laughs> other player I do see that's that post type sleeper with the upside, and again, it's a pitcher. It's Bryce Wilson. Yeah. Um, I was like, formerly, as soon as you were talking, I was like, yeah, yeah, formerly of Atlanta. Atlanta back then, you know, they were stacked with pitching. He did one one year, one and a half years in Pittsburgh. There, um, coming off uh, what 115 inning season in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, 20 starts. I mean, nothing to write home about a five and a half ERA with a one four two whip. Yeah, but I I don't know. Just like it was there at once. He's only 25 mm-hmm. years old, and it's again. I feel like I'm just repeating myself. It, it 
if the if something presents itself like right now like fan graphs has him in the bullpen yeah. um but if he got stretched out long relief or some type of injury and he you know starting job presented itself he could be spot start here they're relevant but again only 25 um if you're more of a fantasy leaning type of league you know it's and it doesn't cost you a thing you could you could always sit on him and just see if anything new new change of scenery but again like you say all the time sean it's his third team so you know what are we doing is he yeah is he figured out so i kind of scratch off pittsburgh though (laughs) i mean with with pitchers i'm like you really know what you're doing? I mean, yes, the, the having been in Atlanta and then not figuring him out is a little scary, but Milwaukee does have a decent track record of, of pitchers. So mm-hmm. I do feel more confident that they chose to go after him. But yeah, you, you said the biggest issue is where does he fit on this team? I, I don't. Wade Miley's the guy blocking him right now. Um, that doesn't make, you know, I'm not like, oh man, but he would have to kind of battle with Adrian Hauser for that yeah. last spot. So it's just like, yes, I agree. I agree. Like everything you said makes sense. Talent. I wouldn't give up on him. Milwaukee saw something. They took him. They're going to play him on his, on the 40 man. He's took, took a spot. Just where does he get the fantasy value? But if All you right. told me at the end of the year, he was like second half of the year, kind of like a Freddie Peralta's first year, like came out of nowhere. Oh, he's really awesome. I, I would tell, I could buy it. I, I would, I would buy it. Just, Maybe one of those watch list guys, like if someone gets hurt, like keep tabs on who they who they slide at that spot. Yeah, definitely. It's crazy to think Peralta's um in, in age comparison, Peralta's only a year older. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bryce Wilson, who were like, I don't know if he's really just found a, you know, he's just come off his first full, like trying to put innings on the board season and Peralta's yeah. what three really good seasons into his career. It's it's crazy when you talk prospects and just opportunity and age. It's like it's all it's all where where they end up getting the getting that opportunity. Yeah. It's crazy. Roadblocks and all that stuff. Yeah, just, it's mm. really honestly there's a lot of crap shoot. Um so let's go to the Mets. Uh they acquired some did they Lander. Did they sign some guys? I I hadn't heard. I don't. They did sign some guys and then went back on some other signings. They did that too. But um, Verlander is like, the buck stops there. Obviously in redraft leagues, boom, Justin Verlander. Uh, Some people say uh, Quintana. I've, I've been on that, but I'm just, there's teams that I trust when it comes to developing guys, I don't know if I trust the Mets in developing and get the most out of pitchers anymore. They're just willing to spend the most money for uh, already finished products, I think, at this point. How much do they actually squeeze out of that? And I think Quintana would have benefited from going to like a Dodgers or, you know, a Milwaukee or something like that versus I don't know how much the the, the Mets are going to get out of them, if that makes sense. Right. Because he's not who he was last year. He had a great year last year, but that's not who he is. So I don't know if he's going to be fantasy relevant this year. Just, I just I honest. could see Eliezer Hernandez maybe like getting getting a, a shot if Quintana kind of falters. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, that was a nice trade acquisition. I, I feel like they 
you know, and they don't need to rely on him as a, a fifth, you know, starter mm -hmm. essentially right away. So that'd be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, yeah, D David Robertson probably going to be setting up in the bullpen, might sneak a save. They do that. have Adam Adovino too. Let's say. Oh, that's true. So, I bet Adovino would would take it over Robertson. Yeah, I, I, it, um, yeah, it's Gosh, only they're both thirty seven years old. Adovino and Robertson. Yes, Sorry. they both are. Whoa. They both are. Yeah, and you um, got the young buck and Edwin just locking it down. Throwing gas. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think they're one A one B. I don't think either really goes over the other one, but I just don't know. You're flipping a coin if Diaz gets hurt. Yeah. I, like, because it's going to be like, who do they, who does Buck trust? And I, I, we don't know that right now. So, yes, if, if Edwin gets, gets hurt, run to pick up Dave Roberts, David Robertson. But, uh, it's a coin, knowing you got to know going into it when you spend fab or whatever it is, it's going to probably be most likely a coin toss. I mean, barring it, you know, one of them blowing up when the season starts or whatever. But yeah, I, I just don't. That's, that's the sucky part about it. when you have a good bullpen, there's a couple options if a guy gets hurt. Mm -hmm. But here there's, yeah, you don't know. But yeah, it, it that is true. That is true. If, if something does happen, he is definitely in the mix. But yeah, I just I would avoid Quintana. Um the the other big name is is uh Senga, right? I mean yeah, Oh yeah, Jorge yeah, yeah. Senga. Yeah. Uh yeah. that that was I mean, he he's slotting in as SP3. Really be interesting uh we we know what to expect, I think, out of out of these players coming over. And I I have high hopes. I I really would be curious to see where he's being drafted in, in these early drafts. I haven't had a pulse or even looked at any ADP, but yeah, it's definitely a name that like kind of get excited about and trying to trying to I don't know, just like it essentially is a rookie, but like yeah. With do you feel starter opportunity? Yeah. Do you feel that the pitchers come over here and it's an easier transition for them? Because that's how I kind of feel with it. Because obviously the person with the ball is dictating the action. So yeah, that's the first stop. Yeah. Different styles in different countries. I they have to adjust to a whole different like style of pitching because you know there's a lot of different cultures over here with like Dominican players. All, all there's a lot, just a lot going on versus. Sinka could just be like, I'm the one dictating the style of how this bat it's gonna go. And so I feel like pitchers tend to do a lot better, a lot quicker coming over here. And so I, I agree with you. I think Singa definitely fa fantasy relevant. Yes, absolutely. So Yeah, and, I don't uh, think he's of like he's the 30, year. right? He's 30 years old. Uh what did I just say? 30, 31. 29? 29 and 11 months. So he turns okay, 30. Okay, so 30, he's 30. 30 okay, yeah. Yeah, no, he knows. Who he is, what mm -hmm. works, what doesn't. I don't have a any real qualms about picking him up at fantasy. Yeah, I I think what you Darvish kind of comes to mind. I don't think he's the full on pedigree, but I feel no, like not, he's yeah, like not. a like a two A. Like I feel like it's it was up there. He was very highly regarded, yeah. and and in terms of just like pitch mix and 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 ratios. I would think that, I mean, it says here that he sits 96 and has been um, clocked touching as high as 102, 
but will usually top out at 99 when he's, you know, as a starter. Does he throw like a splitter or something like that? Uh, let's see. Because that he, is what I did notice arm one thing. Slot, high hittable. Um, was um, because splitter, a lot of the bears. Oh, see, uh, dastardly. And, dastardly. That's a good word. What, what, what I noticed was, and what could be interesting is splitters have gone away here. Mm-hmm. And so not a lot of people, especially young players, have not seen splitters a ton. Other than sometimes these Japanese pitchers come over here. It tends to be a nasty pitch because just the lack of visualization in a real game of that pitch. Right. And so little bump, you know, little little bump. So I, I yeah, I, I, I like Sanga this year. Yeah. The the I think the only knock on him would from what I'm I'm refreshing my mind after reading. Yeah. So shout out! I'll I I was trying to find the article and I did. Eric Longenhagen when he was signed um, back in, on December twelfth had this article posted on Fangraphs and it's it's a big you know big fastball right but then all of the other off speed offerings are around the same type of speed and so they kind of bleed into each other is what he's pointing out and so if. If you want to sit on the fastball, it's just noticeably going to be a fastball where everything else is, you know, upper 80s, mid 80s. Yeah. And so, like, if you can wait on hit the fastball, that's, I mean, it's, he doesn't really have, it doesn't point out like a two seam or a four seam or anything like that. So it'd be, there might be an adjustment period, but like you said, he's, he's 30. He, he knows who he is, what it takes to perform at high level. So I would expect just as much. Yeah, absolutely. I don't have any qualms about him. Uh, Phillies, uh, Trey Turner. And I'm going to do the other only serviceable one. I think this year is Tyler Walker. Um, I will, I I'll break it down. I'll pass it to you, JT Craig Kimbrell. And I know Soto got traded for, but looking over quickly at the Phillies um, projected rotation, they have four projected closers. I don't want any part of that. <laughs> I don't want – now, if they get to spring training and someone's like, this guy's a closer, go for it. But if right. barring that happening, I don't invest in any of the four of them because you're just throwing darts at a dartboard. And the Phillies team is probably going to be decent – and so if you want to get Sir Anthony Dominguez or Soto or Craig Kimbler, Alvarado, you're going to have to spend a pick, like a, a pick with some oomph to it. And I'm like, I don't want to spend a pick for a one and four shot. Probably one of three. I'm not a big Craig Kimble fan, so I would assume the other three are probably more likely in the running. But best case scenario, one and three shot. Right. Um, is Joe Girardi, who, who is still there? Is he... Who is the manager? Oh, that's a great question. They got rid of Girardi. Who is it? That's what I thought. And that I was like know. the big storyline when they went to the World Series was they bounced. Oh back from yeah, it was. Um, yeah, who is the man? Rob Thompson? I don't know a ton about him because Joe Girardi was there, and then that. I, I'm just worried. It, you know, it's one of these older school guys, Ted Krimble. Because he has the pedigree, air quotes, will be in there, even though I would say talent wise, the other three are much better than him. So if I'm just saying, like, it's old school guy, it now becomes a four dog race. And I don't really want to 
roll the dice with the with the closer there. So I actually avoid the two closers they brought in, and or two bullpen arms they brought in. I just say Walker is a serviceable pitcher. Won't be crazy, you know, nothing insane, but he's kind of one of those guys who's rostered every year at some point. Uh, Mid three ZRA, little lower strikeout rate to be honest, but I won't kill you. He's fine, but obviously. Him, he's he's the obviously the lower tier, and Trey Turner is the guy. Like that's that's obviously I, no explanation on Trey on Trey Turner. Right? Yeah. What do you no, think, JT? I agree. It's 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 Trey Turner. It's Taiwan Walker. I don't really want to touch Kimberly. It's everything you said. Greg Soto might work his way backwards into weird safe thing, but I don't even want to touch it. Yeah, if Sir Anthony Dominguez is there and it's a fair, you know, uh, draft pick price, I think that's what you go for. But I don't think you need. I wouldn't. I'd still want to wait. I mean, that's just a weird situation. Yeah, bolt to my head. It's 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 him or uh, um, Alvarado. Like they, to my in my opinion, those two guys proved last year that they're dudes at the back of the pen. Yeah, especially coming off. Yeah. A World Series appearance using yeah. and utilizing both of them. It's like they're at least when you roll into April, it's gonna be yeah. them and unless they give it up. Which well, we hope. I mean, you know, you, the old school think. manager bring in two closers. You got I'm like, just just let the young guys and the good players throw the baseball over the plate harder. Like I just mm-hmm. you know, I don't wanna but that's I'm just scared that it might happen, you know, and I don't wanna get involved in that ruckus. Yeah, so uh, move on to Pittsburgh. I didn't warm up the singing pipes, so bear with me. But all right, he's coming home. He's coming home. Andrew McCutcheon is coming home. I, you know, people. I I got sent a text. Uh, man, it's just sad to see him still kicking around. And I was like, you know, he's not that bad. <laughs> like, you know, just. Like he was, the, do you know he was the second fastest Philly last year? Really? Yeah, sprint speed. Wow. I, I, I'm just like, he still got some wheels. I wouldn't say like he's elite, elite anymore. He could still move. And I mean, the last what three years, WRC plus around 104, 27 home runs two years ago, 17 last year. I'm a lot like, I, I, I'm, I am not saying I by any means world beater, nothing like that. But when people brush him off as like he's just like hanging on for his career, I'm like he's a serviceable major league player still. He is much like, um, not Hunter Renfro, now Will Myers. He is much like a little bit older version of Will Myers. Yes, probably doesn't have the upside because he's not 30, but he if he hits 20 home runs or 21 home runs, it would not shock me, honestly. And anybody who hits 20, he stole eight bases last year. You hit 20 home runs and steal 10 bases, that is a fantasy baseball player. Yeah, uh, like like it's just people just it, like have brushed off like he's old. And I'm like, just look at the numbers. He's not that that bad. Like he's not like what you would view as a typical, you know, 36 year old. He's aged very well and taking care of himself and is still a serviceable major league player and will get playing time in Pittsburgh. You got me picturing him just walking around the locker room and don't don't take it like that. But he just. I he's took just it like, that way. What's up? Like he's balding now, starting to get that balding yeah. is what I'm picturing. I don't know, but it's just in my head. He's balding. We still got those sweet braids. Yeah. And, and you, you're picturing the locker room. He's still probably jacked. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, 
he's dad bod. He's just like got like you yeah, know two he's, kids. He's just like yeah. All um, all I do is I work out and I swing like a a baseball bat, but I'm I still got like sweet forearms. But I got a little bit of a belly showing, you know. Yeah. But a ton of he's got to curl both kids, you know, like diaper right. duty, babe. Like I'm just telling you, you don't know until you do it, you know. And it's just the dad strength comes through. Yeah. <laughs> this team might have the most like acquisition players playing on like the starting like oh, forty yeah. man Dick or twenty five twenty six. Yeah, G Man Choi was added to this team. Carlos Santana, Austin Hedges, Connor Joe from the Rockies. Like they got a bunch of like interesting names where it's gonna be O'Neill Cruz, Brian Reynolds, and Brian Hayes at the top of the lineup. And then it's like, hey guys, look who we added this year. These are your new teammates. (laughs) It's yeah, it's just gonna like they play a lot of day games, I feel like. And now we're I'm like kind of keep tabs on it. I'm gonna watch some more Pittsburgh Pirates games. Because I feel like this team's gonna be like crazy fun to watch. It might not win a bunch of games, but it is gonna be O'Neill Cruz, Brian well, Brian Hayes, like you said, Choi, McCutcheon, Santana. That is a fun, if nothing else, yeah. top six. Like yeah. that is a super fun top six. And then you got Rich Hill, best nickname in the game coming at you. You know, it's just like if nothing <laughs> else, slow lefties. We gotta give one for the dad bob. You know, we gotta do we gotta do that. So I'm all I'm all for just watching this team, just be random. I wish I'd spend money, but hey, they signed Brian Hayes, I guess. So right, maybe. But man, but, you, yeah, I don't know what we're gonna get out of them, and that's the fun part. Like, yeah, let's see it yeah. unfold. <laughs> let's 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 go, let's go. But yeah, uh, Andrew McCutcheon's a fringe guy. G Man Choi too. Like, yeah. like there is some potential there. Um, I, he's I I I. I I think G-Man Choi's more of like a real life better player. But he never got a full playing time in Tampa Bay. So maybe a full playing time. He's the starter. No one like I said, there's no one there to take playing time from him. Right. I avoid Santana to just to be honest. But um yeah, Choi and McCutcheon, you know, there's something there. Uh Rich Hill will get rostered again. He's one of those guys. He's a Taiwan Walker guy. He just always seems to be like, okay. He's okay, right? You need a you need one more starter on a weekend. That's fine. He's playing yeah, a spot start. Here, he's there. playing Milwaukee. You know they can't hit very well. Throw Rich Rich Hill lefty. See what he'll, happens. He'll just dominate a random month. You don't see yeah. it coming, but like <laughs> you Rich Hill, every write it every year. You're like looking at. It, he's like he doesn't do anything sexy. Not a ton of strikeouts. And I'm like, oh, man, Rich Hill. He's like he's like 44. Is it like a Jane Moyer thing? I'm like he had a ERA of about four last year. I'm like, huh, okay, three point eight the year before. I'm like. All right, Rachel, I, I see I see what you're doing in your mid 40s, you know, your early 40s. Okay. Mm-hmm. Serviceable. I would people would kill for that line <laughs> at 24. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to some Padres. Padres, the dads. What this is you would think this is like our team, right? Yeah. The fathers, the father team. Um where do we go here? Uh, I mean, it's Bogart the spectrum. Yeah, yeah. It, it's there's a lot of kind of like what uh, what team did you just say uh, that filled it out with a lot of very interesting pieces. Oh, gosh, can you? You said earlier, but yeah, it a lot of like pieces I'm very interested in. I don't know how fancy relevant a lot of them are, but uh, obviously Xander Bogarts, boom, done. You don't need to talk about Bogarts. Like Chicago, is that what we were talking about? 
There's yeah, like, a, like yeah, yeah, you know, but you of, like names, and you could see if like if you told me like three guys on Chicago popped off, like absolutely, like same thing with here. Like if you told me for some reason Matt Carpenter was good again, I'm like okay, I just you know like after last year's randomness, I'm like sure, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy that he broke his leg and finished his his season forever, 2022, over 212 WRC plus. <laughs> Like that's that's just what will forever be on his his line now. I just he he played he had 150 at bats and has a two and a half one <laughs> like with with not good defense like it's just the stupidest thing. So like, if you told me he was good again, I'd be like, fine, sure, what, whatever. Yeah, I see it absolutely. Same with kind of Nelson Cruz. If for some reason he got good again and hit 30 bombs again, I'd be like, yeah, okay. I don't yeah. think you're lying to me. Name on here though, blast from the past, David Dahl. Yeah, isn't he coming over from KBO? Uh, I believe so. I don't know because I know he doesn't have any MLB stats for twenty twenty two. Yeah, and I do, me I as the know. resident KBO guy should know this. I'm pretty yeah, that's sure. Kind of, you're asking me over here, right? Like, like always really liked him, but. Then. Actually, had some good numbers, and I went to Texas and just fell off. I Pretty... swear he came over the KBO, but I don't see anything like on his wiki and but uh, know how else to try to. Find he's country. a minor. He's a minor league deal, anyways. I just don't. Yeah. know. he's not gonna be. He's not gonna be playing. The, but, the uh, name that surprises me that they acquired and and Fangraphs is showing as the their fifth starting pitcher is Seth, yeah, Lugo. Seth Lugo. It yep, really. Yep. I'm like, okay, is like. I used to be a, a fan, a fantasy fan of Seth Lugo, but I mean, I'm I'm talking like 2018, 2019. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's we're going to 2023 season. That that was a while ago, and as and that was even as just like a bullpen piece. Now we're talking yeah. starter question mark. I'm not getting any warm and fuzzies about it. He's the same, I feel, as, as Matt Carpenter. If you told me he was good, I'd be like, sure. If you told me he was bad, I'd say sure. Right. <laughs> like, like, like I, I think you're more down on him. I am more, I just don't care. <laughs> like, I'm just like, I, I would probably, if, if he's there super late for some reason, he falls crazy far. Sure. That's how I view him. But if he's, I am not going to reach for, or even consider drafting him until super late in these in these drafts if, if at all if for some reason so yeah i just yeah him matt carpenter nelson cruz if you told me any of the three of them were good awesome if you told me any of the three of them you know hit 100 or had era over six i'd be like absolutely i could see both of those mm-hmm. there is no middle ground for what i feel this team is and i feel that's how the honestly that entire this entire team will go by the way of those type of players because they have a bunch they have a bunch of those guys and they're and some of them are going to play. And I think it's going to be, how do these like auxiliary pieces fill out the rest of the team? Cause they have the superstars, but then it's kind of like the angels were They They have a, they have more superstars, but it's kind of the angels are where they have like five guys who are really good. And then a bunch of guys, you're like, I don't know. <laughs> like, like I just don't, I don't know. Like, right. Like, could Matt Carpenter hit 100 again? Yeah. He could hit 100 again. And then you're in trouble. So, Gosh. Just, you know, 
So I, I just, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, yes. Yeah, so sum up Xander Bogarts, good at baseball. Everyone, Seth Lugo, <laughs> Matt Carpenter, Nelson Cruz, do what you want. <laughs> if you really like one of them, knock yourself out. Yeah. We don't like, we don't really, we're not really digging the three of them, but, uh, we're, uh, yeah, go for it. If you want to go for it, go for it. I just, you know, the, yeah, they the just... one name that I'm like, okay, it's he's not fantasy relevant, but I'm just as just a person of just like yeah. appreciating baseball. We talk, we're talking about early in this pod, just age and and prospect opportunity. I'm looking at Brent Honeywell Jr., he's 28, he doesn't even have a half of year of service time in the major yeah. leagues. Coming from Tampa Bay, injury yeah. after injury after injury. And it's just like I'm I'm not talking fantasy right now, but I just want to see him succeed or at least have a somewhat sustained, you know, like performance to just finally be healthy and execute yeah. and and just have that moment in the sun where it's like, okay, hey, I made it. I know I'm nothing like I used to be. Injuries just happened, you know, that way, but That'd be a cool yeah. feel-good story. He's 28 and has four innings of major league experience. And the craziest yes. part, his numbers are awesome. <laughs> like across the board for his yeah. career. Just yeah. got roughed up in one game. Or roughed up in a, uh he played in two games as an opener, basically. And then that's it. And then had just had a little rough year in Oakland last year. And then they're like, okay. I don't know, man. You you say injuries might derail his career. I just I just don't think he's got a crack shot. Because I just think mm-hmm. Oakland wasn't trying to win last year. <laughs> so they're like, man, this guy might be better. So the guys are rolling out there. So this is not blame. Right. So I, I just I'm interested to see. I hope he like like you. We've uh I, I like I like Brett Honeywell. And uh, I hope he does a good, good thing. Yeah. All right. Some San Francisco tall people. This this is like even I don't I feel like this is more intriguing than the Dodgers. These are names, and I'm like I'm like heck yeah, I'd I'd be intrigued. I'm I'm drafting some of these dudes. Uh, yeah, I mean like Mitch Haniger. Sure, yeah, yeah, give me some of that. I think that'd Health, be like obviously, but yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the only like only negative. Be the one I'm most intrigued yeah. by. Um, yeah. Manaya and Stripling. I mean, I think they had. Yeah, they're they're projected yeah. to be yep. starting Starters. pitchers for sure, yep. um, especially there in San Francisco in that ballpark. And you know, sign me up. I'd I'd be intrigued. Conforto's the question mark. Come up shoulders, big bugaboo. But if the value is right, you know, I'd be like willing to roll the dice if you didn't have to rely on them as a you know starter on your fantasy team. That uh, yeah, it, like I, I honestly think. As much crap as their fans gave them, I think they made some very smart moves in the offseason. I really like all of those depth pieces uh, m- more than the the Padres. I I, I like Mitch Haniger, yes, Manaya, yes, Ross Stripling, yes. This team knows how to work with pitchers too. It is very important. Those pitchers have talent. You get them in this ballpark. One, get them with those those that staff too. Absolutely. You, I mean, you nailed it, Michael Conforto. I, my issue with him is just play like does he play how hurt was that shoulder mm-hmm. because i feel like if he plays he'll be fine just how how hurt is he or how hurt was he so 
if he plays, I think between him and Channing, they're they're both gonna they're, they're good. They're gonna they'll be just fine. Yeah. So yeah, I I think all of them are fantasy relevant. All four of them. And now Obviously they got changes both, uh, the where. Rogers brothers in the bullpen. Uh, yeah, that's like the best thing ever. So cool. uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Dang, this yeah. is a pretty good looking team overall. But yeah, I, I this people are just like oh, they don't have a superstar, which yes, they they probably need like that that guy. And it sucks that they didn't get like a Aaron Judge because it would look a lot better. But they they did a good job. They did a good job of getting major league above average major league players, and they got four of them in one offseason. So. Yes, all all fantasy players, absolutely. Nice. All right, second last team here, St. Louis, the Cardinals. Load anything? Get out of here, fangraphs! What is <laughs> happening? Um, honestly, it was one and done for their offseason. Pretty much, they got Wilson Contreras. They signed him a five year contract, and I don't see anyone else. They literally only acquired a total of six players. Um. One was a rule five, couple minor league. I mean, there's just like it's it's Wilson's Contreras, so we're just focusing on acquisitions. <laughs> it's a really good acquisition, for, you know, but they they must be pretty content with their roster otherwise. Uh, I finally got it. okay. Finally, I had to close everything out. <laughs> Taylor Motter, how dare you? Motter pops. Okay, sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's only like very few mariner fans and like the 2014 we'll get that there's like four of us um he was good for like two weeks yeah just, just a couple minutes that was, that was it uh yeah and they made four five technically te- six six acquisitions all all offseason basically goodness rule five of trade from the guardians and then three minor league deals and then guillermo Zanga, one-year deal, and then Wilson Contreras. Yeah, it's Wilson Contreras, good player, absolutely draft him, uh, awesome. But that's it. That's there's, yeah, that's it. <laughs> there's nobody else to even talk no, about. Not much to work with. Yeah, yeah. There's just there's no moves, so there's nothing we could really talk about. <laughs> well, that's fine. That's fine. We're running low on time anyway, so. We'll we'll move on to the Nationals or last Nationals team here. signed seventeen people. <laughs> like they, well done. Yeah, the St. Louis signed so, made six moves all off season. So Sean, I can read your mind. I know who you're going to talk about first, so I'll just let you talk about them. Um, Cheater Downs. It's on the Nationals <laughs> now. Acquisition oh. claimed off waivers from the Red Sox. Go ahead, Matt Adams. <laughs> <laughs> Minor league deal. Uh. No, uh, no, I uh, Jeter Downs. Uh, I no, no, done with that yeah, train. Not yeah. at least until he proves otherwise. You know, until he can. I like the the makeup, but just it was rough. It was rough. So um, still only twenty four. Yeah, well, yeah, no, it's not. Career's not done, or, but you yeah. got to fight your way back, man, young kid. I'm rooting for you. I named mm-hmm. my fantasy team after you for one year. That's how JT knows. That's how much I like you. But uh, Corey Dickerson, uh, I guess. There's a. He's the most major league guy. I wouldn't say he's like an awesome player um, or like super fantasy relevant, but I Dom, Dominic Smith maybe. Dominic Smith would be my pick because I think we know what Corey Dickerson is. He's 34. He's had a long career. He's got a lot of opportunity. 
to show what he is. Dom Smith has never really got a full stretch. And I feel like yeah. in Washington, they're going to be like, here you go, big boy. And we're all about big boys, big toys. And I'm oh, yeah. I'm yeah. excited to see Dom Smith ball out with some playing opportunity. Um, six foot, 240. I mean, let's do this thing. What do you think about Stone Garrett? <laughs> That's a strong name. Solid hey. as a rock. His minor league numbers, not terrible. You know, 116 WRC plus came up. Very limited time in Arizona. Hit very well in the majors last year and then goes to Washington. There's, he got fast track there. That 2020 season really screwed him up. I mean, didn't screw him up. I mean, he's still 116 WRC plus 112, double A, triple A. Played a full season in 2020, got the very end of the year last year and hit. He came up. So, yeah, very small sample size, but he's going to play. The other so, name that stands out is Heimer Candelario. Um, yeah. That's a name yeah. I've always been kind of fond of, of just kind of keeping. Detroit, right? Long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. Fringe, end of the bench, kind yeah. of, you know. Oh, it was Adam Detroit last year. As, yeah. yeah it, it, and it's a similar situation like to when he was on Detroit not a great offense now he's with the Nationals not a great offense but he's a switch hitter and he, he can hit and he can play third and a little bit of first and I feel like he'll have enough playing time where he'll just be that fringe 15 team league he'll definitely be on a bench spot 12 team he might just kind of be uh between the bench and free agent but like he might get on a hot streak. He might be valuable here and there, but it's just like, I think you know what you get and it, it'd be okay to just kind of, I don't think you need to go out of your way to draft him, but a name that would provide value. It's just funny that uh, Detroit found out that their fences, they measured them wrong for all these years. So when they moved the fences in, they were like, oh, oh it was actually longer than we thought. So yeah, so that hurt him. <laughs> They're like, oops. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it all along. Yeah, they did. They found that out. That's true. They're like, oh, crap. <laughs> so they measured it wrong all these years. Yep. Center nice. field was wrong. Nice. Did, well, obviously, they didn't have a dad measure it because he would have measured three times, cut once. Yeah, cut once. All right. We'll end it on that. We thank you for joining us. We appreciate you listening. Take care. Be well. And until next time, see ya. See ya. Rich Hill, Dad Bot of the Week. Woo. <laughs>